This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Well, hey there, hi there, and hello, how are you? Welcome back to the How She Did That podcast. I hope you're having a fantastic day and a fantastic week. I just need to say that. I hope you're doing good. So you've heard the quote, a woman who changes her hair is about to change her life, right? Well, I'm gonna tell you a woman who rebrands her company is about to change the world. My guest today is Tiara Abstin. She is a multi-talented creative visionary and owner of Dreamcatcher Creative Studio, which specializes in strategy, branding, and website design. Tiara helps seasoned service-based womenpreneurs rebrand to create an elevated experience that highlights their individuality while establishing their expertise. Now, as business owners get more clear about who they are, what they do, and who they serve, it's natural for both their brand and their branding to evolve and grow. And it only makes sense that we want to present to the world on the outside who our company has become on the inside. That's where Tiara comes in. So let's go ask her how she leveraged a rebrand to position herself for success. Hey, Tiara, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's so great to have you here. So excited to be here with you, Tasha. Ah, thank you. So I would love for you to introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah, so my name is Tiara Abson. I'm the owner of Dreamcatcher Creative Studio, which is a branding and web design firm based in Northern Virginia. And I specialize in helping women-led service providers create a cohesive brand presence online and offline. So that's helping you with creating the goals for your business and creating the visual components with you so that you can attract who you want to work with. Uh, I love that you partner the goals and the visual because I think sometimes people go just from like, oh, I like the way these colors go together. And they don't think about like their ideal client or like what their goals are for their business and everything. So the fact that the strategy is there as well as the beautiful design is such a beautiful marriage. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I think everybody should kind of start with that. But I know a lot of times designers just go with the flow with whatever the client wants. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, I don't want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) totally I definitely did that with like my first like when when I first started my company when I was Tasha B Solutions way back when I was just like I really like this color combination and to this day like I still pick colors that I personally enjoy because I want to enjoy my brand but at the same time like there's definitely been a lot more thought in terms of cohesion and feel and everything than the first round of what I did we always do that so I think Uh that's normal everybody kind of starts off that way and then eventually 
you're like, okay, now this makes sense. It's actually a method to the madness, right? Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, which brings us to what we're going to be talking about today, which is the power of rebranding. So we've talked about branding before on the podcast. We've had guests before about branding and the the value of having a cohesive and strategic visual brand. But I don't think we've talked about rebranding. So I really love this topic for all of the reasons that we already mentioned. When we're first getting started, a lot of times we're kind of just piecemealing things together and going what looks nice and what will work for the time being. And then we get more seasoned in our business and we realize like, oh, as my clients are up-leveling, as I'm looking for you know high, higher dollar sign clients, clients with more experience, they're going to have their stuff together. So they're going to want to expect me to have my stuff together. So I I love the fact that rebranding can be such an important part of that. I'd love for you to start by explaining exactly what a rebrand is. Yes, absolutely. So I tell people to think of a rebrand as literally updating or changing the way your company is like perceived by your audience. So Think about the visual components of it, but also consider the messaging behind your company and also how you're positioned in the market. So it's not literally just changing the color or changing your logo, but it's far beyond that. So it's a couple of different things all tied into one based on how you want to be perceived in the market. I love that. Okay. So I know that when we did a rebrand for the Launch Guild in early 2020, and then Mm -hmm. um, I did a rebrand for the Tasha Booth side, I think last year, about a year ago at this point, almost a year ago. And especially for the Launch Guild one, we, um, my designer that I worked with and I, she and I started with like our core values and like our Mm -hmm. ideal client avatars and our mission statement and all of those pieces, because we wanted to make sure that there was a direct correlation between like who we were at our core and how Mm -hmm. we were presenting ourselves to the world. So yeah, I think that that's exactly what you just said. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, That is super important because It's far beyond just like, okay, what colors do I love? Mm -hmm. What fonts do I love? It's really about, I tell people, it's not always about you. It's about who you're trying to work with, honestly, Mm -hmm. because they're the people that's going to get that first impression when they look at your brand. Mm -hmm. So when should people consider a rebrand? Like what are some of the key core signs that it Mm -hmm. may be time? (laughs) So I tell people also to think about reasons why, right? So One big reason could be maybe you have completely pivoted your business. Maybe you're focused on a completely different service or maybe a service that you introduce into your business doesn't fit with the rest of your services. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a completely separate thing. So that may be a sign it's time for a rebrand. I know for me specifically, I rebranded my business specifically for that reason. Like I was doing um, wedding stationery for about five years and everything was focused and geared towards the wedding and event space. And when I decided that I wanted to broaden who I was serving, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, maybe I should consider a rebrand. So I kind of tested it out to see how it would work in terms of who I was attracting. And then I fully rebranded to now I no longer do wedding stationery, but now I do branding for other businesses. So I knew I needed to rebrand. I just had to figure out if it made sense for my business and it absolutely did because of services. Now, another reason could be simply because your brand is old and outdated. Mm-hmm. So I love how you touched on this in terms of like when you first start, you go through this phase of 
DIY, you're trying to do everything yourself, you're going on Etsy, you're going on Canva, you're going on everything. Mm-hmm. And then you get to a phase where you're like, okay, this, this is a hot mess. I need to bring some cohesion across the board and make it all kind of mesh together seamlessly. And I think that's a sign when you know it may be time to rebrand as well. Yeah, I so I'm so glad that you made that last point because that's where I was, especially on the mm-hmm. Tasha Booth side last year. We were kind of like, I think we were slowly kind of like self-rebranding for a while and didn't even realize it. And you know, yep. we would introduce a new color and then all of a sudden I realized that my sales pages, like when you looked at them, they were so different. Like they were all gorgeous, oh, but they yeah. were all so different because there was no like cohesion other than the colors, you know, so like colors and fonts to an extent, but like, uh, things like texture, like we didn't have any textures that were ours and and Mm -hmm. those sorts of elements. And so when, when I looked at all the sales pages, all of a sudden I was like, we need to like this, this feels like it's in the same family, but not necessarily like the same person, you know? So, um, and I think like, like you were saying like that, it's, it's something that is totally normal, especially when you start as a new business and then you realize you you're adding on services, you're adding, you like pick up a different color or font that you enjoy or something like that. And all of a sudden you're like, Hmm, yeah, this could be better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So as we, when we're, uh, when we've decided to rebrand, what are some key considerations in terms of what's taken to, you know, account when you're doing a rebrand so that you don't have to do another rebrand in a year or two? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I like to think of this as like, literally realize where you're showing up in terms of touch points. So when I'm referring to brand touch points, I talk about the places where you interact with your consumers, right? Mm-hmm. So think social media, think your website, think um, even your business cards because you use those to network. So think about your touch points and how those come together. So in terms of messaging, what are you saying on your Facebook page? What are you saying on your website? In terms of your visual components, how does your website look compared to your business cards or your mm-hmm. flyers or your welcome guide? And then also the emotional connection, like that's really important. So like, If you are showing up online a lot, how are you showing up to your audience? How are you speaking with them? How are you making them feel? Is it consistent with how you are when you actually meet them in person? So all of that stuff needs to be considered. So taking inventory of your touch points are really important. And I always tell people that's like the first step because you need to know where you are so you know where you're actually um, needing to update things, right? Mm -hmm. So whether it's on a online directory, social media, your website, all that kind of stuff is important. Oh, love that. This episode is sponsored by the letter T. No, not for Tasha, you silly goose. For tech. Because I am over the moon excited to introduce you to the legendary launch tech certification. The premier three-month certification program for aspiring launch tech specialists who want to master a deep understanding of launch tech from how everything works to why everything works. By the end of the certification, you'll be able to confidently support highly complex launches, catch problems before they become emergencies, and command top dollar for your silky smooth launch tech services. Enroll now and get inaugural never to be seen again pricing plus some awesome super sweet bonuses. And if you're feeling extra spicy, you can bundle the launch tech certification with the launch management certification, save even more money and become a true launch superhero. Head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash tech for more information. That is TashaBooth.com 
forward slash tech, T-E-C-H, for more info. So if somebody is considering a rebrand, what is the first step that they should take? Because I know like there are a couple people inside of Agency Thrive Mind that have mm-hmm. um, been working on rebrands. And sometimes it can feel really overwhelming, especially when you're, you've got client work, you're, you've got your yes. marketing, like everything else is going on, right? You still, have, you still have a business to run and then you have a yes. rebrand to think about too. So how can we not overload ourselves in thinking about this and what's kind of that first step that needs to happen? The first step would be to determine what the goals are for Mm -hmm. the rebrand. Like, what are you hoping to get out of it Mm -hmm. in terms of maybe you're trying to elevate, maybe you're trying to attract a higher end clientele, maybe you're trying to completely pivot your business to something else. So write down what those goals are. Mm -hmm. And then also determine like your budget for it and your timeline. So Mm -hmm. this comes into play when you're doing a little bit of research behind the core people on your team in terms of who you need to hire to elevate. Mm -hmm. So I say do research in terms of who your brand photographer may be, who your brand and web designer may be, even who your copywriter can be, Mm -hmm. right? So if you have the budget for all that, determine a budget that makes sense for you and then a timeline that's accurate with the way you work. So you know how you have seasons where there's ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want to start a rebrand in the middle of a super busy season mm-hmm. because a lot of people go into it thinking, oh, it's just like a two or three week thing, a month tops. And branding, rebranding is months, okay? It's probably four months or longer, depending mm-hmm. on everything that you're doing and who you're working with. Yeah. Well, also, like, I know that I probably made this mistake when we were rebranding the Tasha Booth side because I did a VIP day or I actually I did two VIP days with my designer, yeah. which was great for like the overall, you know, themes and logo and all that stuff. But then I was like, oh, like we have all of these sales pages and all of these, you know, like all these other, and we have a website and like, and we have, you know, our PDFs and all of our assets, all of a sudden the list became a lot bigger. So I definitely really like that last point in terms of give yourself the space. And also I would add maybe creating a punch list, like starting to think about like, what are actually the, all the pieces? Like when I, you know, when, when you drill down into, you know, each of the pieces, how many things do you actually need to change? Because it's not just going to be like your fonts and colors. It's going to be other things as well. <laughs> yes, yes. So I actually have um, a mini brand guide checklist that some of those things that you mentioned oh, is kind of like a quick checklist to help you take that inventory of those mm-hmm. brand touch points we talked about. Um, that's a great starting point because it points out some of the obvious things like the social media platforms and maybe your marketing collateral, such as mm-hmm. your business cards, even your PDF. So you can definitely start there because that's something you can do without having to really um, involve any other person or any other um, professional, right? Yeah. So the, the checklist is going to be a great start. Absolutely. Awesome. And we are going to have that linked into the show notes. So it'll be at TashaBooth.com forward slash podcast for everyone listening. Tira, this is so helpful. Thank you so much. <laughs> this was fun. Very oh, fun. Good. Yay, good. So where can we find you online? I know the answer to this because I watch your reels all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find me online. Of course, I'm all over Instagram often. Okay, that's probably where I live and breathe. So I'm on <laughs> Instagram at Dreamcatcher Creative Studio. I'm also on Facebook at Dreamcatcher Creative. 
And I show up in other places, but not as often. So definitely, mm-hmm. if you want to slide in my DMs, I would definitely do that in Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> and then the website is dreamcatchercreativestudio.com. Amazing. And we'll have all of that listed with the show notes as well. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tasha. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. Now, before you go off and get back to client work, don't forget to head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash tech to learn more about our newest program, the Legendary Launch Tech Certification. If you're a virtual support pro working with clients on their launches, this certification could be the right next step for you. We've created a program where you can learn all the strategy, jargon, systems, tech skills, and most importantly, the why behind every choice you make in a launch, all in a safe and supportive environment. Will I see you there? I sure hope so. Get more info and enroll today at TashaBooth.com forward slash tech.